Hola, mi gente. What is up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Channel Chasers. Um, sorry for the delay. Honestly, I got hit with a really bad cold that knocked my ass out for like almost a week and a half. Um, so, unable to record, but we are back like we never left. Of course, joining me as always is my friend, my co-host, my self-proclaimed sidekick, Brian Kersey. How are you doing tonight, Brian? Hello, people. I'm okay. Uh, I'm currently in quarantine and it's messing with me a little bit, but I'm keeping on trucking. Wait, but like, I, so I never actually asked you, like quarantine because you have, you're positive or quarantine just as a precaution? Precaution and uh, it's work. Work is making yeah. me do it as a precaution and I can't leave the house. I can't even leave the house. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, so yeah, today, uh, this week, we will be talking about a show that I've been anticipating for about a year now. Maybe a little over a year. Uh, and that is, of course, Selena the Series. Starring, uh, if you guys remember the hit Nickelodeon show, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. You guys remember Susie Crabgrass? You know, she did. A little, she spent a little time on Walking Dead also. Well, she is here, and she is great. Um, and we'll, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about that. Honestly, there isn't really a point in the spoiler section because this is a biopic series. So, I mean, if you know Selena's story, you know how the story goes. So really, there is no a point in us doing our normal 15 minutes of spoiler-free stuff. It's literally just Selena's story, uh, but told instead of in a uh, movie format like it did uh, back in the 90s with the J-Lo movie. It's uh, actually a full-length series, which is actually a two-part miniseries, which, uh, you know, a lot of people were confused because for some reason, season one ended in a cliffhanger. And it's just like, oh, okay, okay, it's, it's a two-parter. And it's all already filmed. So it's not like they're like, are we going to, is it going to get renewed? No, it's already renewed. It was confirmed for both parts. It's just they wanted to split it into two parts all right. and cramming it all into one. I get that, but also we're going to get into that. Uh, but yeah, if you did want a spoiler warning, rah, 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 spoiler warning. Yep, spoiler alert, she dies at the end. Well, not the end here. You know, she dies at the end. Unfortunate, but yes. Um, um, so and this isn't like, like this isn't like John dies at the end. This is real life, and it's sad. I mean, yeah, like I said, this is a biopic series, so like it. There's no real point in it, like you know having spoilers. Uh, you know, her story has been out for well over twenty years now. Um, close to 25, because she actually died the year I was born, which is, like, kind of crazy. Um, because, you know, um, my, my, mom is, my mom has even told this story. Like, you know, she's, she played the music all throughout the house, you know, uh, while, um, you know, she was pregnant with me. And then she dies the year I was born. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, um, but I guess, like... In substitute for the, like, the spoiler section, I kind of just want to talk about, like, Selena herself. You know, Selena Catania Perez, 
uh, one of, if not, uh, you know, the most iconic, uh, you know, Tejano, you know, Latin singers just in his music history. Uh, she broke a lot of barriers, man. She made it possible for, you know, Latin pop crossover to happen. Uh, you could tell that she was very much influenced by the pop stars that came before her, you know, from the States, like Paula Abdul, Janet Jackson, um, mm-hmm. all of those and the like. You know, you could tell from her style, her energy, her presentation. Um, but of course, being that she is a Mexican heritage, um, one of the biggest markets that you know they could make a name for themselves, you know, her band was the Tejano market, you know, the, the um, you know, Mexican um, musical uh, music market. Um, and if it wasn't for Selena, we wouldn't have artists like, you know, a Bad Bunny or a J Balvin or a Pitbull or even, you know, people like a Cardi B um, or J-Lo for that matter. Um, you know, people like that, they owe all of that, their success to, you know, someone like Selena for paving the way, right? Like, mm-hmm. they made it, po- uh, she made it possible for people, uh, people like, uh, you know, us who, the traditional, like, milk toast, you know, white boy pop stars or white girl pop stars to really break out there and, you know, not, not just, you know, be stuck in a box you know, just by our culture, right? Just because we're Mexican doesn't mean we have to make Mexican. But that also doesn't mean that Mexican music can't also slap. Uh, so. Yeah. And uh, even to quote the own show, uh, she she's Mexican, but she's also American and wanted to show both sides mm-hmm. and represent both sides. And I think it's really cool, right? Because like a lot, of, a lot of people kind of assume, uh, you know, who don't really know her story, like was in this very like traditional Hispanic family, like spoke fluent Sp- Spanish, blah 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 blah. But no, actually, she was raised mostly, you know, speaking English, and she didn't actually know that much Spanish until she had to start getting into the music business and was, you know obviously being interviewed by a lot of the Spanish stations. So, you know, she actually didn't know that much Spanish and she was pretty bad at it, Um, which is something I find uh, I take a lot of comfort in because, you know, I can speak it and I can understand it, but it's not like super, super fluent. I can hold a conversation um, and I can, you know, ask a basic directions and all all the stuff that's necessary, you know, to, to speak. But like, it's not like, I I could like hold an entire lecture or like you know do a podcast in Spanish. Although, like fun fact about our analytics, we'll peek behind the curtain. We do actually have a, a decent sized audience in Mexico for some reason. So, sup? Uh, this is gonna sound really white, but hola. But yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's pretty cool. Um, and uh, again, the international reach of Selena cannot be understated. Like. Uh, a lot of big artists so i you know i just want to take the time to like really just you know give her her flowers i mean of course it's tragic that her life was 
cut short and ended oh, far yeah. too soon. But uh, you know, she she's one up, of the greats. She's up there with like died too soon with a lot of the greats, like uh, like it, Brit, it's Brittany it's Murphy. Kinda, it's kind of crazy because you know, um, of course, Selena dies in '94, and literally five years later, um, someone who was kind of who has like the black uh, black Selena. Uh, ends up dying tragically as well. Um, Aaliyah. Yep. She dies and in 99. Also, that's true. And also around that time, you had the death of Kurt Cobain. Yep. Um, who also died too soon. Yeah. And unfortunately, that is a, that is a problem that's still happening today. I mean... Uh, just recently, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I mean, well, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, not not to I know he's not a singer, but no. But I, I was saying, at least with Chadwick, it was of natural causes, and like he at least had time to like prepare. So that that yeah, at least good. It wasn't just a you know a sudden death, and you know, um, because like with with of course Aaliyah and Selena, and or obviously Kirk as well. Um, there, there's sudden tragic circumstances that were out of their control in one aspect or another. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, and that, that that's kind of the uh, one of the curses of being like famous, right? Like, I mean, we see that a lot, and I mean, especially like this year in the hip hop world, it's happened a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got Juice World, you've got Tentacion, you've got um you know you've got um pop smoke uh, a lot of people uh, well, just and uh senselessly losing their lives and uh if you also want to go back to like the rock world we also this year lost chester beddingfield was that this year i think so was that really th- that's not Dude, there's no way that was this year. I swear that was like either last year or two years ago. There's no way it was this year. Did we really lose? Oh wait, I know that was shit. the same year. Anthony no. Bourdain. Yeah, that was that was the last. That was the same he year. He died Anthony three Bourdain years died. ago. Damn. I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna say there's no way it was this year because that was the same year Anthony Bourdain died. Damn. Well, shit. My bad. But still, the whole gone too soon thing oh yeah no uh, agreed agreed but yeah um my bad so, and no disrespect meant but yeah so let's go ahead and talk about the show so essentially this first part of the show uh is more focused on selena the person and kind of her rise to icon status and mm-hmm. like you know how she started her life with her family and, um, you know, basically like the foundations of her, her musical talents and like how that was fostered, her early days with the band and stuff like that. Um, this is kind of where we kind of run into a problem. And uh, this honestly isn't a fault of the directors or anything like that. It's just the fact that, um, of course, because, the uh, the Cantania family was very private. Um, 
there isn't really much information on like the early days of Selena y los dinos. Um, I mean, obviously the Cantania family um, was involved in this, which is why, you know, this particular show got a lot of press because this is the, um, this is one of the, one of two adaptations that actually has like the full blessing of the Cantania family. Um, so um, obviously the other adaptation being the JLo movie, which um, if you guys didn't actually back in the day when that movie came out, there's a huge controversy over that movie because Jennifer Lopez is Puerto Rican and of course Selena is Mexican. So like there was a whole, there was a whole big, cause uh, you know, there, there, there's a lot of mm-hmm. like inter <clears throat> like nation, nationality beef. Um, and uh, so that was pretty huge. Uh, but yeah, back to, back to this show. Since there isn't much information about um, Selena's early life and, you know, the band's early career, um, this part is really, really slow. Um, and while it is interesting and a lot of the performances are still really good, it's still a very well-acted show. And the actress who plays, like, childhood Selena is pretty great. And I, uh, if that's her real voice... Kudos to her. Seriously, like she can really belt it. That was amazing. Um, that's one of the things that I will like consistently praise this show on. The performances, every time we see them, are top notch. Really mm-hmm. enjoyed them. Um, of course, you know, in th- these early portions, we get introduced to her family. Um, we spend the most time with her dad. <laughs> and. Um, He's not necessarily like the Joe Jackson type, but he's pretty close. He's pretty I close. I mean, there's definitely a lot of emotional abuse. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of emotional abuse. I mean, he makes poor AB like a uh, dumpster dive for those cans so they can make the stage mm-hmm. like, Uh Which, so. um, I actually do recognize that actor. Oh, who played uh, young AB? No, who uh, played the dad. Oh, yeah? Where's he from? Uh, if you guys ever watched uh, Desperate Housewives, uh, he was the guy who was married to Eva Longoria. Oh, shit. Huh. But, yeah, um, so we kind of, like, we move through, we move through, like, their young lives. And um, one thing that I really like is we get to see a lot of the personality of Selena, like from early on mm-hmm. up until up until like he's you know really getting bigger. And uh, one of the biggest things about her that makes her so endearing is that like you know she never felt like a star, right? Like yes, she was a star. Obviously, she's got all the accolades, the amazing talent, and like you know brilliant performances but she never felt like out of touch right like if you ever watch any interviews or see any footage of like her i'm like at meet and greets you know um my my parents have been to uh, i've been to a couple of those and like that's still one of my favorite my mom's favorite memories is like she she was the type of person that like would actually like you know hug her fans like she and like thank them and write personal messages in the signatures. She, like, 
she would never she wouldn't be the type to just have a stamp right like she would like talk to them for at least like mm-hmm. five five minutes at a time and be like so thank um you know thank you for coming you know what's your story like and she, she'd hear them out for a little bit and then you know obviously you have to keep the line moving she was apparently a really really nice person um and and you know, you and it appears see... to be like mm-hmm. have big heart and oh. if the show is to be believed also some heavy insecurities yeah which, which we can all relate to yeah that's just definitely like a big thing and you know like like i said before like her her racial identity is a, a big like a big factor in this right because like of course you know she lives in texas uh, and she's mexican and you know there are always a lot of assumptions when um when you're mexican um and she doesn't like being put in that box but at the same time she doesn't want to like disregard her heritage too because she knows that's important and that's all also a part of what makes her who she is and um finding that balance is kind of really the key to what makes her music so great right i mean yeah people's heritage is a part of who they are but it's not the only part Exactly, and I mean that—that's that's one of the—that's one of the bigger things that you know she kind of like discovers and she leans into, and um, I also really loved, and I mean I love this part in any music biopic, but I really loved like um in the middle there when um she was starting to make like some of her iconic records, and uh, <coughs> you know it 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 would be this sorry choking on some water, uh, I'm trying to stay hydrated. Um, but uh yeah so it would be like this moment where she she really wanted to go to the fabric store because obviously she she, uh, like one of her other big passions is uh design fashion and clothing and stuff she made all her like you know stage costumes and all the different things she would sew with her mom and she loved to design and um she always was uh you know big on input when it came to like album covers and such um and so like she was uh, messing around and joking. She's like, okay, what if I sing this fast so I can get this over with and go to the store? And she starts singing faster. She, you know, she does the, she does the, like, the faster tone and uh, picks up the tempo a little bit. And AB's like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Do that again. Do that again. And then, it, you know, it, it becomes part of her, like, iconic sound, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those, it's one of those moments where you just, like, you get to see them, like, catch magic and it's great. Um, um, I also really like the siblings, um, you know, as characters, mm-hmm. uh, of course, A.B. Um, and Suzette, you know, uh, Selena's two um, older siblings. And um, that's another probably one of my issues with the show, just the minor issues, is that I wish we uh, could have seen more of just them and their stories. Um, in particular, Suzette, I really like Suzette, mm-hmm. um, and I, I wish she had gotten more screen time. Because, uh, definitely, especially with her, her character, we go from, oh, I hate drumming, to next episode, she's full hog, and, yep. like, trying to be a co-manager type person to help keep the 
the family, the band together, and it's like, uh, where did that change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a pretty big jump. Um, that's that's a that's again another one of the small problems that this show has. This show itself, like I said, is not a bad show. I think it just kind of suffers from pacing issues at certain points because mm-hmm. um we're just missing a couple gaps. Um, and again, this might just be from lack of information. Or like you know, just lack of time, yeah. right? So like, I can't like fully blame the, the creators for this one, uh, but yeah, I, I wish I wish we could have gotten more. Um, like Suzette, especially, we get a, we get a lot from AB from even his small interactions. He gets a lot of personality, and I wish we we could have gotten more with his like family life because that was really interesting. Yes, um, yes, it was, and also one thing that they hinted upon, especially early on. But then they never really addressed again with him is uh, he possibly has OCD? Yeah, because um, because it, like uh, it's like slow. It's hinted all throughout, like right, like he can't change diapers. He always wears gloves. He's very like particular about cleaning the baby's bottles and stuff. Um, and uh, also early earlier on, uh, when he's got to go to the award show. For the first time, he keeps packaging his uh, suitcase and over and over. Yep. And reorganizing it, and it's very organized. Yep, yep. But um, they never yeah, really address it. Yeah. Um, again, I think it's just uh, another kind of like casualty of lack of screen time. I think he's, he's still more fleshed out than Suzette, which, again, I wish would uh, she would have gotten more. Um because mm-hmm. she she's kind the show kind of plays her like a sidekick almost yeah uh like to selena which i feel like is unfair to her um like of course like you can tell that she genuinely loved her sister and there's none of that like stupid cliche drama of like her feeling like a second fiddle and uh being jealous or whatever you know she's genuinely happy for her and she, She's honestly the one who always encourages her to, like, push forward. It's like, no, no, you got this. You're going to be the one who wins that award. You're going to be best singer. Watch. It's going to be you. Don't worry about it. Uh, but, like, Suzette herself doesn't really get, like, as much free time. I get it. The show is not called Suzette. It's called Selena. But, like, she's just as important. I feel like we could have cut mm-hmm. out a lot of the scenes with the dad. I, I Maybe just because I don't like him. But I feel like a lot of his scenes took away yeah. from stuff that we've seen from other people. Yeah, and um, and uh, one of the side characters that I liked and would have liked to see more of is the only like main white person, Ricky, the keyboardist. Uh, Ricky's actually not white. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky helped. Ricky's the one that helped AB write all the Spanish songs. Shit, my bad. Uh, then the nerdy one. Yep, no, that's Cause, yeah, that's Ricky. Cause, uh, damn, I feel bad. I'm sorry, guys. But anyway, uh, he was definitely a fellow nerd, and I liked his little nerdisms, like uh, yeah, we. No, I- I, I, I loved all the small moments. I wish we could have gotten more of those. Like Ricky yeah. uh, teaching Suzette to drive um, drive stick. Yeah. 
it's fun. Um, and like, you know, he and all... like, mm-hmm. I was just gonna say when AB this like writes that song that he came up with in the shower, and then oh, he yeah. just and then... comes out with that random fact that the reason why we do a lot of good thinking in the shower is because it relieves pressure and the whole brain and everything, and he goes into, like, the science of it. Yeah, while, while he's eating a big bucket of KFC chicken. And I also like the little bit of attitude that they gave him, because he wasn't even, he wasn't just like, oh, he's a nerd, so he's a meat mill nerd. No, uh, AB tells him to put down the chicken, and he's like, I'll put down the chicken when you put on pants. Yep. No, it was he was a he was a really good character. Um, somebody that I like that I know is going to be flushed out in part two, so I'm not really gonna like you know harp on too much. Uh, but I, I really did enjoy the actor. Is the actor who uh you know showed up to play uh Chris Parvez, um Selena's future husband. Um, I was mm-hmm. really looking forward to this. Um, because you know Chris and Selena, um, you know just from the J Lo movie itself, uh, you know. One of my favorite stories, um, and they are super fucking cute in this. I'm not gonna lie, um, mm-hmm. um, so much so that I was I was honestly upset not just because of the because uh, of the cliffhanger, but I was like, really, this is how we're gonna do it? Like, I know it's how it like happened by accounts, but like, really, that just, that doesn't make that's so messed up. Doesn't uh-huh. make any sense. Also, um, just maybe this will be answered in part two or something, but uh, I also thought the framing of that scene was very weird. Like, we cut to inside the diner, and it's just random people, and they're like, is that Selena? Is that Selena? And then we go to the scene? Yeah, that was a little weird. Um... What 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 else can we talk about? We don't want to just make this like a just a thirty minute episode. I mean, honestly, uh, there isn't as much to talk about because this is a biopic story, so it's not like we can really speculate on what's going to happen next. Or, I mean, I guess we can, but like we kind of know what's going to happen next because again, it's a it's a person's actual life story. Um, I, I I will say that uh, one other small negative that I did have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is like this was specially in um there were nine episodes so it was like in eight and nine they kept making these like cheesy foreshadow lines of we're gonna be here always or yeah i mean be a star forever yeah and, that yeah those those were kind of corny um And I mean, I feel like that's kind of a trope that you like kind of put yourself into when you're doing a biopic about somebody who, you know, does have a sudden tragic death. I know, but you um, don't have to keep like. Oh, I, I, know, I know you don't have to lean into it. I, I agree with you that it was overdone, but uh, like, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. And. It was still a good show, and uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. And like I said, um, I I don't remember I don't remember the actress's actual name. I always just refer to her as Susie Crabgrass. Um, 
Uh, Brian, can you Google it for me? Um, but All yeah, right. I think she was absolutely amazing. Like, yeah, I was very, I was very hesitant at first because, I mean, especially given the shoes that she had to fill from mm-hmm. the la- last notable portrayal, not counting that bullshit Lifetime movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, those were some big shoes she had to fill, and boy, did she bring her A-game. Like, the look Indeed. is, uh, her look is pretty fantastic. It was they kept, spot on. They kept cutting between, like, real footage and Mm-hmm. And the show. Oh, which, I, I love way, I, I love that. I, I love, love that they that. use the I love that they like use the old like old school grainy camcorder. And but, the trans the transitions were really well done too. Like you could barely yeah, tell but, that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say like you could barely tell that like that was actual footage you you know if you weren't paying attention you could have been like oh that's they just put a filter over like the the camera to make it look like old school camcorder but no that was actual footage um, yeah because uh, you could tell the slight differences now to the cred there were slight but so everyone looked on point but at the same time you could tell that it was actual footage. And uh, by the way, her name is Christian Ceratos. Oh, Christian Ceratos. Yeah, Christian Ceratos. Ceratos. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, in case you guys didn't know, I am painfully white. It's okay, Brian. It's okay. Um, another another thing that I really enjoyed about the show, um, which the J Lo the J Lo one didn't lean into as much, um, because J Lo obviously has a very strong Bronx accent, so like that, that that's good <laughs> that that's gonna come through. But Selena and her family are from Texas, and I loved that. Um, you said her name was Christian, or. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I just want to make sure. I love that Christian added, like, a southern accent to her. Like, when she talked, she had, like, a southern accent. I was like, oh, that's cool. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was so used to the... I've, I've seen the J-Lo version so many times that I could quote that movie. And uh, I was when I first heard it, I was like, wait, her accent is different. And I was like, oh, no shit. She grew up in Texas. Yes, and uh, I got to give her her... Her cred, uh, when we, like, uh, she was really good at subtle acting, too. Like, uh, when that talk show host guy, mm-hmm. when he would, like, make fun of her Spanish, and yep. you could just see yeah, subtly. Yeah, you could see the awkwardness. It's like, the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. she still kept the smile for the camera, but you could still see subtly her acting. Like, uh, yeah, I'm keeping up the smile, but uh, I'm, I want to kick. I want to kick your ass. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, yeah. She definitely had the attitude. I, I really liked it. And again, one of the one of the best things about it is they really show her creativity. 
Uh, one of my favorite scenes, like towards the end, is when they're at the album release party, and um, you know, she comes in with her bedazzled jacket that like she wanted to wear mm-hmm. on the original album cover, but they said no, that's not gonna work. And uh, you know, so, um, one this random white girl comes up to her and she's like, "Oh my God, I love your jacket. Where'd you get that?" And she goes, "Oh, I actually, actually, I made it." Um, and she's like, oh, really? And then, she, you know, she's like, yeah, you know, um, and then she's like, you know, if you give me your measurements, I could, you know, I could definitely try and make you one. And she's like, oh, that'd be great. And then she's, um, she's like, so who do you work for? She goes, oh, that's me. And she, she points to the speaker. She goes, oh, oh, that's you from the cover. She goes, yeah, it's not really my thing. Yeah, because uh, I don't know. This was probably a thing of the time because uh, America was very racist back then. I mean, it still is kind of now, but even more so back then. So I'm inclined to believe that that actually happened. But oh, that, oh, whole, that whole scene with the photo shoot and keep saying international, that was so awkward and Oh, Maybe yeah. you want to punch I, a couple different people? And I mean, like, the fact, like, also the fact that, you know, her dad, one of his biggest things, and of course, one of Selena's biggest things, is she wanted to make an English record. Because yeah. at, the end of the, at the end of the day, like, you know, as much as, of course, she looked to some of the Tejano stars for, like, inspiration and stuff, who she really wanted to be was somebody like Janet or Paula, right? Like, mm-hmm. And to her father's credit, she kept pushing it since she was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he always said, you got to wait for the right time. You got to wait for the right time. But when, and to his cred, when he thought it was the right time, he pushed hard. He fought for it. Also, I really appreciate the dad being like, hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She just turned 18. We ain't having a dress like this. Back up. buddy we ain't doing that yeah what the hell is on her head we got it we got it we got to tone this down a little bit um but yeah no uh those moments those were some of the few moments where i actually liked her dad i mean i don't mm-hmm. say that her dad's a bad guy um he but he is clearly one of those stage dads that's like vicariously living out his dream through his kids i mean uh isn't isn't Selena Eli Delos? Uh, uh, Selena y Los Dinos, yeah, uh, yeah, Los Dinos, Los Dinos? Was, yeah, yeah, Los Dinos was uh, his dad's original band, so yeah, um, yeah. So he's trying, so he's definitely trying to live vicariously through that, mm-hmm. but. But he yeah, was, he, also, was, he was so he was so mad when they tried to get rid of the Elos uh, Dinos part of the band. She's like, they're like, no, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. We're not getting rid of the band. We're just gonna call it Selena. Cause think about it. Think about it marketing wise. When you when you think about like Gloria Estefan, you don't think of Gloria Estefan and her like her band's name. It's just Gloria Estefan, um, or like Enrique Iglesias, or fucking oh, you know, or or Madonna. Yep. Cher. Or, Yep. One but, word, one word names were very poppy back in those days. Um, yeah. Hell, they're still poppy now. Um, and also, 
I know we talked negative about the dad, but one of the things that was unnecessary, but I still liked, was the, like, couple times that they flash back to when the dad and the mom were young. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think it was important to, like, kind of showcase that, you know, he did have dreams and, like, uh, the, that's the whole reason he's so driven to the point where he's kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, by the way, uh, for all the time that they hone on the dad, yeah, the mom is the mom is barely the there. Mom. Yeah, exactly. She's, <laughs> she's literally a background character, and it's sad. Yeah, she makes the clothes. She helps organize. You know, she hugs the dad and comforts him when he's having his little fits and panic attacks. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's not really... She's not even really a character, and that's kind of sad. Um, it is, and it's true. Um, but... Yeah, I also like how uh, they portrayed being on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and... and- and I, you know, again, I appreciate the dad for, like, you know, his, his you know, kind of strict rules. He goes, all right, uh, d- y'all know what happens if I ever catch you um, doing drugs or uh, anything crazy like that? It's like, well, you're, you're going to fire us? He goes, wrong. I'm going to kick your ass, and then whatever's left, I'm going to fire. Then I'm going to fire And if you're alive, I'm going to fire you. <laughs> yep. But... but- but yeah, and uh, I really like the scene where uh, the mom finally convinces him to get some heating. Yep. So he puts that little like gas fireplace thing inside the bus, but then Ricky reads it and he's like, not to be in closed spaces. And they're like, what? He's like, it clearly says that. They're like, dead. And then they all rush out. Yep, and I um I also really like the scene where I um like this also let me like earn some respect for the dad is when um I forget his name but their original guitarist um uh, he's like mm-hmm. uh, you know he has a kid now and um you know his wife is sick and like you know the, the baby needs to be taken care of and like you know his wife keeps calling while they're on this important tour and he's like hey man look I gotta take care of my family. I know this is important to you guys, and I, I feel so bad for letting you guys down, but I gotta go. And he, he point and when he's talking to AB, who also understands, yep. he points to the bus and he's like, that's your family. I need to go home and deal with mine. Mm-hmm. Be with mine. Yeah, I thought, that was, I thought that was a really good moment. And of course, that also like foreshadows like AB's like, you know, later stint into fatherhood as well. Um, and of course that also mm-hmm. introduces us to Chris. Um, I do like that also there's like, um, they do show like kind of a bit of the, uh, inner turmoil, like when, uh, Pete decides to go solo, obviously, you know, one of the, um, other, like the main male singer for the band, yeah, he gets a solo deal with their same label and, um, you know, he's like, you know, it's not that I'm like, I'm not trying to just leave you guys high and dry. I want, I want, I still want to be part of this. I still want to work with you guys. And I still want you to produce my album. It's just, this is a big opportunity for me, man. Like, you got to understand. But of course, like, 
AB, like, he feels, like, kind of abandoned, right? Because, like, they've been with them for so long, and you're just going to, you know, he feels like, you know, you're just going to dip. And uh, Well, also, well, also uh, he's his riding mate, and the dad had been, at that time, putting even more pressure on AB to get platinum. Yep. And so he blew up and left and then blew up to Selena. Yep. Took it out on her. Mm-hmm. And then, because yeah, also this is the part where he where he ends up finding out about Chris. And it's just like, well, shit. You know, if Dad finds out about this, he's going to start blaming me. And then it's just all going to fall apart. And it's going to be because of you. You did this. And it's like, it's, there's some real tension there. And it's just like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. Which is why yeah. it felt really awkward to end at the place that they did. Because they did such a good job at <laughs> building up that drama. And they kind of, they literally end in the middle of it. And it's just like, huh? Yeah, they in, the way that it ended just felt like it's cliffhanger. And I recognize that it's a cliffhanger. But also, I feel kind of underwhelmed and it was like an anti-climax ending yeah like you know what it felt like to me it felt like the cliffhanger that you have before you go to commercial not like a cliffhanger you have when you end a season right yeah like also it felt like the cliffhanger for like uh tune in next week that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah it felt like a commercial or like a Singer, not an actual like full mid-season cliffhanger like maybe we're just spoiled with like I, I know a lot of people talk shit about the CW but maybe we're just spoiled with the CW because the CW and their mid-season finales and finales for the most part those cliffhangers are insane I mean uh, we've been um, we've even been critical about a couple of them including Shows like Legends, mm-hmm. where their like mid season will be more climactic than Selena, and we still give them crap because it's not as big as we're used to. Yeah, like, and you know, it's not like they couldn't do a big like climax. And I'm not saying it has to be something like super bombastic or epic, but like they literally end it with like them breaking, like breaking them up. Like they didn't do, they didn't even like end it with like you know, Chris driving off forlorn and Selena looking out the window and shit. They just kind of like broke them up and then cut the episode. She was like, you know, she she, all, she, she all, looks out the window for a split second and then boom. Yep, that that's it. Like we didn't we didn't even get like you know Chris driving off, um, or any like any of the letters that he sent to her in secret. Like, I know that's part, that's gonna what they're gonna do in part two. Um, also, one final complaint that I uh, I want to kind of like talk about with the show. I'm telling you guys, I do actually like it. I just want to ma- I want to make that perfectly clear. I do like this show. Um, mm-hmm. But Same. one final complaint that I have is that towards the end, or like the the like the last portion of the um episode, I want to say like it was in like episode six or something like that. Uh, we end up seeing, um, of course, Suzette, who's kind of like the secondary manager of the band, 
uh, making a phone call because she's like, okay, we're a little overwhelmed with all this stuff with merch and all this other stuff. We need help. So she calls somebody. And she calls somebody who um, turns out to be a volunteer. Very, very big fan. And she thought they, want, they need somebody to volunteer um, to be the head of Selena's fan club. And um, if you know Selena's story, you person is and uh, you, you know where it's going. Because apparently the record label demanded that she have a fan club. Which, you know, it was a big thing back in those days, right? Like, uh, I remember even in the night, even in like the like early 2000s, I, uh, me and my sister signed up for the NSYNC fan club. We got a, ca- well, we got a calendar, a signed mm-hmm. CD, poster. I mean, also, back in the day, you got to think, because this was before internet. Yeah, yeah. Social media didn't exist. So, like, this was, the, this was how you were able to connect with your favorite bands. And also, and also, those favorite bands would also get, like, hundreds of handwritten letters. Yep. Yep, we definitely and we definitely sent it. And there needed to be some way to manage all those letters. So typically an official fan club would help handle those letters. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh, yep. I, I definitely had my sister write a couple of letters to Justin. Not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, listen, man. He will always and forever be my favorite and he's still one of the best to this day. Well, I mean, you know my favorite. Well, I mean, yeah, Joey's hella underrated. Joey's hella underrated. Um, well, also, he, he's a big nerd that everybody underestimates. So, yeah, of course. I... Joey's hella underrated. But anyways, um, wrong pop stars. Uh, back to Selena. Uh, but, yeah, so it looks like they're giving Yolanda a plot line. And I'm just like, oh, this is gross. Don't tell me you're gonna try to symp- like make us sympathize with fucking her murderer. Also, um, I I get you. Yeah, don't do that. And but and, al- also, and also uh, that, that line at the end, that, like you want to talk about like kind cheesy, cringy foreshadowing when they had that phone call, and at the end she's like, "Of course, I'd like to help." You know, Selena's um, you know, Selena's not just a star. You know, she's just like us, just like me, and I'm just like, oh god, oh oh, oh no. Yeah, that that's kind. That was bad, and also, uh, please don't make us sympathize with her. Um, yeah, like she and, she definitely uh, gave me like catcher in the rye, like fucking give John Lennon the book and then shoot him type vibes, like. It, it was it was wild, but also you made me think about another subplot which I at the same time liked, but also didn't understand why it was there. Okay. The the random Mexican teenager who was a big fan of Suzette. Oh yeah, early on. Uh huh. Where we cut to her and her family life. And it just ended at the end of the episode. And I mean, I like Suzette, so I really like that moment for her. 
But at the same time, they kind of just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Why was that subplot there? Yeah, like, I, yeah, he that that was the kid who like called her dad to ask her on a date, right? No, that was the girl that she gave her uh, her uh, drumsticks to the first time that they went to Mexico. Oh, right, right, right. The one that wanted to be be a drummer just like her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess that was just, I guess it was there to show, like, more development for Suzette, to show that, you know, people love Suzette, too. Which, again, it's great, because Suzette is great, but, yeah, it does kind of just feel out of place, uh, given, like... When that time could have been given to Suzette, and we could see more of Suzette. Oh, yeah. But then again, like... Yeah, because like you said. Yeah, because at first I thought that I thought that random little girl was gonna end up being like a younger version of like Yolanda, but wait a minute, that age doesn't line up. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, but the age doesn't yeah, line up. Same. That's weird. And then it's just like, okay, that's cool. You're a fan of Suzette, but why? Why are we spending a whole like portion of the episode where we get to see you as a kid sneaking into the show? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I liked it for Suzette. Yeah, yeah, exactly, but, exactly. But because that moment where where she gives her the drumsticks, and the dad sees it, and it's like approving that not that his other daughter is getting some cred, um, was really cool. But the whole leading up to that, I didn't really understand why that was. Yeah, yeah, that was unnecessary. They could have honestly just shown the scene of her like praising Suzette and getting the drumsticks. They didn't need to have that whole little adventure of her, like, sneak, uh, like, not being allowed to go to the concert because she has chores and then sneaking off and then making it to, like, finding, making it to the front of the finding stage. Out that, mm-hmm. Finding out that uh, just like when Selena was young, uh, her parents own a restaurant. Yep. And she has a brother too, apparently. And uh, we find out a lot about her life yeah, story. But we, it's just but, like, who is this random? And, and we never see her again. I, I thought she was going to be like a backup drummer yeah. or something like later on. We never see her again. Yeah. She's just kind of random little girl fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. No, that's, I, I honestly, but, until you mentioned it, I completely forgot that that was a thing. But yeah, um, back to the, like positives though. Mm-hmm. As a like self-proclaimed, very white person who uh, doesn't really have the cultural connection to the music, I still really enjoyed all the music. It, it, yeah, I was, just... I was gonna say you don't need a cultural connection because this shit just slaps. You can't deny it. This shit. Yeah, yeah. This is something like bops, like back and forth. You don't need to speak a lick of Spanish to un- like to know that this is good shit. Um, and also credit to the sh- to the show, it wasn't just Selena's music oh, that was the good. Stage was perform- the, the stage performances were amazing. I mean that too. Yo. But I just meant like the like the like uh songs that they would use like in transitions and stuff in the background was also mm-hmm. good too. Yep. Also, like they open up on the big concert in ninety four and that opening scene 
That had me hooked. I was like, oh, shit, if it's going to be like this. Mm-hmm. I still haven't heard my absolute favorite song yet, but uh, we'll hope we'll get. Hopefully, we'll get there in part two. Hopefully, we'll get there in part two. Um, it's a it's a song and it's a, uh, it's a song that I often associate with cleaning the house because it's a, it's the song that we play on the day where we would clean the house. Um, <laughs> um cool. And uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to cover part two. Yeah, I know that. Um, <clears throat> I know that twenty twenty one is going to be a big year, especially for Marvel. Oh yeah, uh, dude. Like honestly, like you know, I'm <clears throat> I'm on like the tail end of this cold, and I mean, I'm like ninety five percent better. But like, I was I thought about it, and I was like, mm, uh, I I got better in the middle of the week, and I was like, ah. Eh. I might as well take the rest of the week off. And then they drop all those trailers. And I was like, well, shit. Well, I'm still going to take the week. I'm going to still take the rest of this week off. I don't care. But damn, that's a lot of stuff coming. Well, uh, well, uh, as far as Marvel goes, though, honestly, there's only three trailers that you need to, like, uh, pay attention to. Mm -hmm. The rest were, uh, the rest were like sizzle reels and, and just like straight up announcements. Yeah, where the, it was the, just the, yeah, Feige. Yeah, the Miss Marvel one was a standing teaser. there. Announcing. Yeah, the Miss Marvel one was a teaser, right? Um, I know that one was a teaser. Loki was also a teaser. Um, uh, Miss Marvel is just a sizzle reel. Oh, okay, then that's not super important. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought about reacting to it too because I actually did react to Loki and. Falcon and Winter Soldier on my channel. Oh, oh yep. Uh, yep. Which uh, the weird the weird thing is is uh I also reacted to the trailer for the Wings Club Netflix adaptation oh, trailer. Quick question, real quick. I mean I I know this is technically more into like the plug area, but I mean we're almost we're pretty much almost done with this and uh you know Yeah. Uh, but uh so real quick. Um, I already reacted to the first WandaVision trailer. Is there anything worth, um, like, is it worth doing a reaction to this new one? Or is it just mo most of the same stuff? I don't know. I skipped it because I was like, I've seen one and I want to be surprised for the rest. Yeah, no, okay. So I'll, I know I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, so I'll probably skip it. I'll probably skip it. Um, but uh, if you are going to react to anything, I suggest... If you hadn't seen it already, uh, Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and what? Yeah, if. those were the ones I was planning on doing. Um, also, uh, also, yeah, you guys are just gonna hear our planning session right now, real quick. Uh, but I was just gonna say, uh, real quick, to finish what I was saying. Uh -huh. I also, in that same like twenty-four hour stint, uh, reacted to the Wings Club Netflix adaptation. Oh yeah, I, I did see that pop and, up. I did see that pop up in my notes. And uh, dude, mm -hmm. dude, uh, it's the best out of the. Th it's doing the best out of the three. It's I, like it's beating the Mar. It's just, beating the Marvel ones. Wow. It's like in the three digits. Nice. But uh, yeah, it was like. YouTube, you never really predict when you upload things, but 
But yeah. No, that that is, you were yeah, saying that is the best. Uh yeah, but what I, what I was say what I was saying was um and I you know like listening to this don't mind that we were just kind of off on a tangent to like discuss like video stuff real quick. Uh but real quick um and so uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, what if? I might do the Wink Club one too, because it did look interesting, and I, I love the original show. Uh, so, def- definitely going to check that one out. Was there anything on H- AS- uh, uh, HSM TMTS? That's technically a Disney Plus show. Nothing? Uh, the, the holiday special was released. Oh, it's out? Like, it's out? It came out the 11th. Oh, shit. Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Oh, damn. Oh damn! High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. Oh, I gotta do that. Yeah, uh, that came out yesterday. The holiday special. Nice. And and yeah, um, as as far as Marvel goes, that's all. Uh, just the rest were just announcements. What about the, what about the Star Wars shit? I saw the Ahsoka announcement. Um, there's no there's nothing actually behind that, right? Um. Uh, the only, like, actual, like, footage, footage thing that they revealed it's shit from, it's was, shit, uh, It's a little shit from, uh, Mando, right? Could I, I, I mean, I, I... No, no, uh, they revealed, they revealed a sizzle reel for, uh, for Andor. Okay, and then, be- Cassian Andor mm-hmm, and then, show. and then, bad, and then the Bad Batch. Is that just a teaser? The Bad Batch trailer. Okay, that's a full... It's a full-on trailer. It's a full trailer. Nice. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, I might do those, too. Um, all right. Cool. So, yeah, that, that's our a bit of our planning and plug section. So, I guess, final thoughts with Selena. I'm sorry for the tangent, you guys. Yeah, sorry. We really, we really didn't have much else to talk about with the show, I guess, and we kind of wanted to fill time to make sure you guys at least got a full hour. We didn't want to make this, like, a super short show. Yeah, um, overall, um, I had some minor issues with it, but I still really enjoyed it, and uh, I think that they did most, for the most part, they did the best with what they had. Yeah, especially, especially considering, a lot, you know, like we said earlier, that there isn't really much information about, like, the, like, early era, so, like... The fact that they kind of like you know didn't really have much to work with, but still were able to come out with that, still pretty solid. And uh, yeah, and uh, this sounds weird to say, but uh, I really did like the characters because they're real people, and so it seems yeah, weird yeah. to say characters. Oh yeah, but, no, uh, I feel that. I feel that the the actors did a really good job, and it's, yeah, sound it's department well was show. awesome. Yeah, it's a very well acted show. Um, the, and the performances sound were all was great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All the performances were great. Uh, my God, uh, I, I, part one I think was good, but I think part two is going to be what really um, makes or breaks this show. Yes, uh, um, especially with like how long part two is, because uh, I don't know how much they- long. Yeah, I was going to say, go. how long are they going to... Yeah, exactly. How long are they going to extend it? Because, like, you already did nine episodes. Is this yeah. really going to be, like... So is it going to be, like, another nine? Because, like, there isn't much left. You're already in the early 90s, dude. Like, I feel like dude, they could have... 
they could have just boosted it to 13 and yeah, don't told know why the whole yeah, story. That's what I'm saying. That's my but, that that's the only major problem I had uh, with this. Like I don't we don't normally give ratings, but like just to kind of quantify how I'm feeling here. Uh, I would. I, I was originally going to give this an eight until the ending. Um, and then it bumped it down to a seven because I feel like all those minor issues piled up enough to deduct it a point from my original score. Um, yeah, I I feel you. Um, I'd probably give it like uh, in because we don't normally do this. My brain is going to. Uh, like the school system with the letters. No, yeah, I feel that. And uh, honestly, I'd probably give this a B minus. Yeah, no, no, yeah, but I, yeah, I would say like if I so uh, to give you a like a, a number grade, I'd give it a seven out of ten. Letter grade, yeah, I would probably give this like a solid B, maybe a B minus, considering like a lot of the uh, minor issues that we you know discussed in uh, in here. Um, yeah, I agree with you. But yeah, um, definitely looking forward to the next part. Um, obviously, it's going to be the big sad. Um, mm-hmm. But I- I'm ready for it. Uh, yeah, I'm honestly not, but I'm going to try to be. Um, but yeah, it, it, um, I think Netflix has done a solid job. Um, I was I, I was talking to my sister about this like the whole time, and she's she's very very nervous about watching it she watched the first episode and she was like i don't know you're gonna watch it and then tell me if it's good because like i get uh, you know I, we grew up on this shit and like the movie we've seen so many times like also so... it what it was a little it was a little interesting and uh maybe a little worrisome that the first episode we don't even get into her teen years yeah, that was a little weird. That was a little weird. Also, um, speaking of just weird pacing, why did they have that little little bit in high school? Like, why didn't we get a little bit more of that? I wanted more of that. Maybe that's just me and my my like, love for um, Maybe that's just me and my be... love for teen shows. But like, I wanted more of that. Yeah, and I could be wrong, but uh, the best friend from high school seemed like a familiar face. She did look very familiar. Uh huh. So uh, I thought maybe she'd have a bigger role than just the one scene. Yep. But also they put a lot of emphasis on her high school crush, which didn't and that go anywhere. Yeah, that absolutely nowhere. <laughs> like, but but yeah, like we said, I did really enjoy it overall, and uh, can't wait for part two. Yeah, hopefully part two doesn't like waste as much time as part one did. I feel like part one had a lot of filler because there wasn't as much information on her early life. So like, because uh, like yeah. you can tell you can tell that things really picked up once they started like when they hit her teen years and she started going on like tour and stuff. That's when stuff when like the show really started kicking and it got mm-hmm. really good. So like mm-hmm. now that we're like in that full swing, I feel like we'll, we'll really get to that moment um and um i would honestly like to see at least a little bit of like not necessarily like an aftermath per se but i would like to see like kind of like maybe and i guess this would be a little bit of speculation after all um i would like to see maybe like after her death 
we kind of get maybe like an episode or two of just kind of the aftermath and the impact of Selena and her legacy. You know what I'm saying? Not just yeah. on not just on her fans, but like we fi- this will be the finally the time where we get to see like Suzette have her time to shine and AB and Ricky. Because uh, I look, I looked into it and uh, AB had a really like uh, big career even after her death. Yeah, he was huge. Yeah. I mean, but, he still is. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, so that would be really cool to see. And uh, yeah. also, I just want to, I meant to point this out earlier, but I just wanted to say, uh, like, we were talking about, like, how the acting goes. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, uh, a good chunk of the actors, like Ricky... This is like their first big thing. Yeah, no, and, and like you would not be able to tell. They're they're all really good. Like, yeah, some of the dialogue is cheesy, but that's not on them. Like that that's yeah. on the writers. Yeah. And uh it could be tight it could be tightened up a few places here and there, but I think they still did a really good job and uh Yeah, I, I think as long as they fix the pacing issue in part two, um I think it'll be end up Overall, being a fantastic show, like indeed, uh, that that grade will definitely go up next time. Honestly, I kind of like I kind of like throwing in ratings now. <laughs> it's it's a little bit more fun. Um, yeah, I get you. Um, and for the YouTube crowd that might not know, uh, there is a hidden episode, audio only of us. Talking about the movie. Jingle, oh yeah, jingle, jangle. jangle. Yeah, sorry about that. That was just kind of a, a miscommunication. Our our audio did not get sent to the proper Dropbox, so Brian could upload it. That was my bad. That was on me. Uh, but if you want to watch, if you want to listen to that episode, because honestly, that episode didn't get that many listens uh, on uh, uh, on iTunes, Spotify, and such. Uh, you can go to your local. Um, I was about to say your local podcasting platform. But your your you know audio listening platform of choice, and I'm sure you can find it. Just search Channel Chasers, and you will see the uh, movie night episode. If you're wondering why the numbering is off, and it's like, wait, uh, that's did you guys skip an episode? No, we didn't. It's just that we didn't put it on YouTube. I apologize. Which is which is speaking of, this will be a good transition to plugs. Yep. The next the next time you will hear us. Will be in twenty twenty one. Yep, and we will be. Uh, it'll be a movie night, and we're gonna be talking about something pretty huge, something pretty wondrous. Uh, that also took place in the eighties. Yep. So that's gonna be exciting. We're gonna be talking Wonder Woman eighty four, um, courtesy of HBO Max. Um, mm-hmm. Thank God. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, obviously, the holiday season is coming up, so uh, we're, we're taking a break. And I know it's like, but guys, you haven't really put up anything that much. Yeah, again, my bad. Sorry, I was sick. Uh, I wish we could have done more, but uh, that's just how the gingerbread cookie crumbles, man. Um, holidays are coming up. Uh, so so is, 
Sony's life, um, I mean, that's honestly a good, like, analogy to 2020 as a whole. Yeah. I'll be glad when it's over, and I'm looking forward to 2021. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Brian, uh, you, this is actually the first time in a long time, but uh, you have a lot more stuff to plug than me. So, I'll uh, go ahead, Brian. Do your thing. Well, well uh, if we talk about... I've uh, started to like add reactions back to my channel because I used to do it back in the day mm -hmm. and um I've started adding them first it was with the Doctor Who holiday special coming up for for New Year's which I will cover on my channel nice and uh and uh, then I saw the Wings trailer and I was like okay I liked the old show so I'll react to the new one, and then right as it was processing, I started looking, and it's like, Marvel trailers, and I was like, oh, shit. Well, damn, I guess I gotta react to that, too. And so, I reacted to the two big ones, and, and the two new ones that we hadn't seen any footage for before, and then... Yeah, then, uh, boom, it's the same day as Mandalorian, so, uh, review that. And, and, uh, so I did, it was the penultimate episode, and, uh, yeah. The next video coming on my channel will, unless somebody decides to, like, drop something else big in the meantime, will be... The finale for Mandalorian, which I'm not going to spoil because Jay hadn't seen it, but it's ramping up to be big. I mean, I, I, I cannot wait. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, Mandalorian was one of those ones for me personally. Like, the views didn't do nearly as well as my network shows, and, like, Fridays always ended up being busy for me in terms of, like, Twitch stuff. So, Twitch stuff, and I, I now started hosting my games on Fridays to give our buddy... Um, an open Sunday week, so, like, he wouldn't be, like, out of the rotation for too long. So, like, Fridays has, have become a busy day for me. Uh, so, because uh, it doesn't, it didn't get as many views, I was just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to just wait. I'm going to just wait till the season's over. Do one video then. Uh, but, yeah, that transitions into me. So, um, since Brian told me that High School Musical, the musical, the series, the holiday special is out. Uh, I will be reviewing that because I fucking love that show. Same. Um, so one of my favorites, and it was one of our first, uh, it was one of our first, like, podcast versions of uh, CC, and it did very well. Um, Indeed. And back in the, back, like, back in my, the days of my original channel, that first episode, honestly, every episode of that show mm -hmm. blew the fuck up. Um, so, like, it's kind of expected of me to do it. And again, I fucking love that show. So, of course, I'm going to do it. Shit, you're right. I probably should jump on that myself. Yeah, man. Like, that, that's. <laughs> now that you mention it. Yeah, you got you to gotta do it. Because not only is it for the views, but you actually, like, love the show. It's pretty fucking great. Um, so. Yeah, I'm going to be doing that. Uh, 
I did do a review of the Euphoria special, uh, the the Rue episode, which Say- is by far one of the uh, best single episodes of TV I've seen all year. Um, Same, and definitely like one of, if not the best, like uh, bottle, bottle episodes. episodes. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Which, if you're if you're a TV fan, you know what that it means. Yep. Uh, which I'm assuming if you spent 72 minutes listening to us talk about Selena and our video planning schedule, that you are at least a TV fan, if not a fan of us. So check out both of our reviews of that episode. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, of course, when all my network shows come back, I will be reviewing those again. This is us, a million little things. Uh, I will finish up A Teacher. Uh, I've been skipping out on on that. But I have been watching, and it's going to be very interesting to see how it ends. Um, It's been pretty great. Uh, So we're going to do that. And, of course, when January comes around, the CW shows are back. And so I'm going to be busting my ass once again. Um, So I I will have no excuses. You'll get, like, a plethora of content from me once the CW shows are back. Um, So, yeah, definitely look forward to that. Uh, If you want to keep up with me just uh, in the regular during this YouTube hiatus, I will still be active on Twitch. So definitely check those out. Uh, I I stream normally around 4 p.m. EST. Links are in the description down below. And, of course, check out Brian's YouTube channel as well. Links to his channel are in the description uh, for new YouTube people. And in the show notes, for anybody listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else. So, yeah. Um, happy holidays. Uh, we hope you guys have a great one. We'll see you next year. Whatever you celebrate. Yep. We'll see you next year. Until then, peace. <laughs>